show. Break time shenanigans. And we early this time.
They want the creme de la creme, the chad de la chad. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? All right. Damn. Let's get it started, man. Oh, man. Let's get this shit started. We need to build a wall. Hey, yo. Jersey, Judah. Tuesday, I would say evening, but this is a nighttime episode. Did the daytime episode earlier. Was able to share that. Three o'clock, I think. Believe it or not, it is 5.50, actually 5.49 on the dot. I am here early, and I'm back. Another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel, all right? So I'm doing this whole thing early because I got these fucking part-timers here and they're like literally in the way of what I need to do. So in order for me like not to lose my cool, I figure, hey, I'll just take my break now. That way, when we get done with this episode, I can just come back, finish up what I need to finish up. I'll have more time on my hands to do so. And this gives me more time to podcast if I have the time, meaning if I have enough things to go over. But yes, it is Tuesday. Slow, slow day. Yesterday, I got to admit, yesterday was okay. Yesterday was not bad. Although yesterday I was told the last minute about some club that's going on. So I'm prepared this time. This time I'm prepared. So what we got today, man, is we got a whole lot of fuckery, dude. We got a whole lot of shenanigans. We got, you know, Diddy Dirty Money. Um, apparently he likes BBC. Allegedly, that's what the video is called. Um, we got Gene Dill exposing pill mixing techniques or methods. I don't fucking know. And then we have the prominent pastor who claims uh, Tyler Perry uh, made a move on him. So we got some things to go to. And also a bonus. Let me make sure I still have this. I don't know why I didn't. There's no reason I would delete it, but all right. So hold on. I'm going to have to make a decision, right? Do I want to go over Crip Mac getting locked up? Do I want to go through Crip Mac getting locked up or do I want to go over the freak off website uh, Tissa tells Tisha tells we'll, we'll we'll deal with it when the time comes. But for now, we already got about seven, eleven. We got about twenty-one minutes of content to go through. But uh, let's not waste any time, man. We're gonna talk about Diddy's uh, alleged preferences. And shout out to the art of dialogue.
I want to dig deeper into this lawsuit by Cassie. Because when we did the first interview, we couldn't get it to every day because the lawsuit is so long. So looking at this lawsuit, she alleges that, you know, Diddy, he'll make her look online for BBC for their frequent uh, sessions. And she off. say that, you know, in this lawsuit that, Freaky. you know, Diddy, he enjoyed watching her get smashed by BBC. Oh, stop. So, you know, what you think about that? Giant freak offs. She was the only one getting banged by him? Damn. <laughs> Giant freak offs. This man had this woman search for booty bad online. Booty bad Just for them to have sex with her. Trifling. It's <coughs> something fishy about that, bro. Because you gotta realize this lawsuit and the information they had. And they gave the Diddy people was six months ago. So some of that stuff was cut out. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna give you this, but you gotta cut this part out. Let's just say allegedly uh -oh. or just for the sake of it. Cassie wasn't the only one who wanted, or she didn't want it, but Cassie who searched for the big black. Yo. Yo. And she was searching for the big black. Yo. Not only for herself. Oh, no. But for somebody else. Oh, no. Who we all know that was in the room with her. Oh, no. So if he want to see it, and he want her to touch it, he might, that other person in the room with her just might want to feel it. Giant freak offs. Allegedly. Oh, no. Oh, no. So you feel like Diddy was having sex with Jamel Parker? <coughs> it could be for both of them. They was in the room. Right? You're right. It's a freak off section. This nigga didn't say. This nigga said. Freak off section. This is a section of the freak off. Giant freak offs. Anything for the moolah. Anything for the moolah. Oh my god. Now there is such thing as cuckolds, right? We talked about one of those guys uh yesterday. Uh what's his name? What does he go by? Oh yeah, that's right. Destiny. A cuckold. Now, I just joke around about it. I don't know if he's actually a cuckold, but you permitting your wife, your wife, not your girlfriend or, you know, your wife to just go out there and just fuck guys like like that's the wave. Like, that's weird, man. But then you got guys who get that's their, that's their that's their whole thing. Like that's that's their whole thing. Like they like that shit. They're weirdos. They sit back. And they get, they get a kick out of watching their wives get fucked. I'll tell you a funny story. Actually, no, I'm not going to tell you that story. Because that is disturbing. But, like, niggas, niggas was trying to get me to do some cuckold shit, bro. I ain't even going to lie to you. I ain't going to say who. Somebody tried to get me to fuck their wife, bro. <laughs> Legit. I'm not even I'm not even trying to be funny. 
the woman was butt fucking ugly. There, there would be no drugs in the world. Um, like, like being sexless is not that bad. Like, like, like there's no drug in the world that would get me to run up in that bitch. None. Zero. But guys really like sit back, like like white guys especially, like you know, like Adam Twenty Two type shit, like real cuckold shit. Like they they let their wives get fucked by black dicks because they're like, well, you know, if I ain't gonna hit it right, somebody else is, so I might as well permit it and watch it. What the fuck? What? Niggas is burnt, man. Shit is inexcusable and unacceptable. Right? She said it's a freak off session. If she says a freak off section, brother, she ain't the only one freaking off. Yo. The prostitute ain't the only one freaking off. Oh, no. Oh, boy, is freaking off. off also. Giant freak right, off. So you think he was letting these guys use their BBCs on him? Oh, God. I think that you work for Zaddy, right? We just did. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You can't make it to the real party because somewhere, if you if you're not a homosexual, they got they got a filtering out process. Giant freak offs. Giant freak offs. Giant freak offs. A train investigated and reading through the lines of certain things. And one time I had read something that Cassie couldn't take it no more. She told her friend, and this was she she was under a non-disclosure and everything like that. She told her friend she couldn't take it no more because she had seen this dude do something. I've heard plenty of stories about him being on a yacht. That oh. same yacht that Wait. Kim was on. Wait. And the same guy she got her nose broken on that somebody was doing something to him when they walked in the room and Whoa. it caused a confrontation. Giant this is what off. somebody who was on the yacht said to me. Yikes. You understand? They was telling that story to somebody. And it was a female. Mm. But my whole thing about it was this, is that anything in that lawsuit, you got to realize that we only got a portion of it. True. Because it's been chopped up. Things has been taken out. So somebody would look a certain way. Ah. Uh, well, yeah. Now, hold on. Left some of the th- well, academics made this point earlier where it was kind of like an indicator where she didn't want to completely roast this guy. But she could have she could have mentioned a lot more. I mean, she mentioned enough. But because once again, this ended in a settlement, there's really nothing that could be done after. So this whole stare, this whole this whole stir up about, um, you know, federal investigations and, you know, uh, law enforcement from California, Los, well, my, from California out in Los Angeles to South Beach, uh, Miami, Florida, and then you got fucking um, New York. I mean, it, allegedly, I don't know if this is a, a thing, but there's been sources um, saying that 
there might be consequences for all this. I mean, for all this work, all this research, and it's not like, yeah, they're digging this shit up. They're not digging it up, meaning they're coming up with this. They're digging it up, meaning they're going back, uh, you know, with the Survivors Act, they, they can go back now and these women can now go forward and, you know, try to get some type of justice. You know, this shit is crazy. This shit is incredible, man. Diddy, dirty money. Sick. Things in there. But I'm sure plenty of... Plenty of times... Cassie may have seen some stuff that she ain't really want to look at. Damn. Okay. But it was freak off day. <laughs> freak right, off. Right. And when I look at this giant suit, man, freak you know, off, it was freak off day. Yo, stop, bro. Cassie, she also alleges that, you know, while she was having sex with these male prostitutes, her, the male prostitutes, and Diddy, they all wore masquerade masks. He didn't want her to know who they were. So if she ever uh, okay. wanted to do what she just Yo, did. That's some eyes wide shut shit, bro. I'm telling you, he had to get that concept from eyes wide shut. He had to. And if y'all haven't seen the movie Eyes Wide Shut, please see it. Okay. It's the memorable uh, sort of like sex orgy cult party that they have. Very identical to uh, a Rockefeller party that, that took place in like 76, I believe. <clears throat> uh, they had a Rockefeller party that took place uh 76, same masquerades, almost the same type of mask. Um, there was a side-by-side -side stills from the movie Eyes Wide Shut and the party that actually took place by the Rockefellers. So, yes, I mean, yeah, this is nothing new. Um, but this is the first time that this shit is outwardly exposed. So, yeah, they really do this shit. How does she say who the other person look? All she could describe is they. Damn. If they was wearing masks, unless she saw them before they put the mask on. It's craziness, man. And, and, and you know what's you know what's so crazy is, bro, that all these stories has been around the industry for a long time. Sure has, sure has. All these industry people know that Diddy been acting like this and doing this and trying to engage other men into sexual acts with him. Mm, go ahead. There was story that he was trying to get Chris Brown. Whoa. There's stories about, you know, Whoa. Uh, Whoa. What was those, those, uh, those young boys that he had, a group, B5 or something like that? What? Trying to get them. B2K Yo, there's a lot what? of stories that goes around in this industry about not just him, other people. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Iovine. Damn. What? Ain't nobody talking about Jimmy Iovine. He got sexual charges and everything on him. But he got those publicists that's keeping it out off of CNN 
is keeping it off the major news uh, uh, reports. Mm. Nobody's talking about that. Damn, son. Damn. This is something that goes on, man, that they're going to push up under the rug and a few a few years later, bad boy, five, six, seven, eight will be out. Damn. All right, we going back in. Hold on. We're going back in to the art of dialogue. Back with Gene Dill talking about mixed method. Did he use to spike cranberry in orange juice? Yo, stop. Yo, stop. Yo, that's rough. At least he said with Diddy used. That nigga... Mark Curry is burnt. That nigga said, yeah, we used to have two sets of bottles. Like, he said, we. Like, I participated in drugging women. Like, nigga, what are you talking about? Just self-snitching at an all-time high. Like, this is Jeopardy-level snitching. Like, double Jeopardy-level snitching, nigga. Like, triple Jeopardy-level snitching. Like, brother, you can still be held accountable for this shit. You know what I mean? Like you could you could really still be held accountable for this shit. I can't stand these nosy, disgusting, fucking retarded, fucking part-timers. I really hate these people. They're over 50. Like, yo, seriously. Anyway, um. Yeah, Mark Curry talked about, like, yeah, we used to drug women and shit, but that was the thing. Like, he he made that shit seem like it was like, you know. Making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I'm like, God damn, nigga. This ain't normal, brother. Like, this is crazy. But yeah, we we not done. We got... Apparently, Diddy is a huge fan. A huge... He's been influenced and inspired by Bill Cosby for all the negative reasons. Uh, let's talk about Gene Dill. Once again, video is called Gene Dill Exposes Pill Mixing Method. Did he use to spike cranberry and orange juice? Wow. When you was working for Diddy, right? How did he treat the people that was working for him? It depends on who it was. If you were a type of person that come a dime a dozen, you got treated like shit. If you was a type of person that he needed you. He treated you like <laughs> If you was the type of person that he wanted you, he'll get you, and then he'll treat you like shit. <laughs> <laughs> if he wasn't fearful of you to a certain degree, he didn't give a shit how he treated certain people. Like, Heavy D used to have to pull him to the side Cause somebody uh, give heavy a call, and I don't know what. I still don't know today, and God bless the dead. I don't know what power Heavy D had over him, but Heavy D could come to his office. Heavy D could come to his house because when Heavy came to the city, and Puff had the a park the the, the building on Seventy Fourth and Park Avenue, Heavy would stay in Puff Building, but Heavy was the one like, "Come here, let me talk to you," and he would come right there. Nope. Hey, yo, rest in peace, Heavy D, man. You know, with, with situations, when I hear things like this, 
there's a couple things that come to mind. Some of you people know what I'm thinking. The obvious is Heavy D may have saw Diddy do some foul shit. Heavy D may have walked in and noticed Diddy doing some foul shit. And that was Heavy D's secret. And that was kind of what, you know, that's like uh, leverage, if you will. Without being too obvious, it's leverage. It's like Diddy knows that if Heavy D wanted to, he can expose Diddy. That's what I think. Oh, back talk, no nothing. I don't know what power Heavy had on him. There it but is. He would never talk back or say no kind of crazy shit then. So other people, he ain't give a fuck about it. Right, right. So he never came at Heavy D crazy. But I want to go back to this lawsuit, right, by Cassie. She claims that, you know, she hid out at a friend house in Florida after, you know, Diddy put hands on her. And she said that she was tracked down by a guy named James Cruz, the president of Bad Boy Management. You know anything about that? James Cruz and R.P.F. always been Diddy's flunkies. Especially Harper Pierre. That's why he's being sued right now too Damn. by one of his assistants and stuff like that. Because I guess he learned from his boss. Mm. But James Cruz used to work for Fifty. Oh shit! But he worked for Diddy first. <coughs> oh so wait, 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 wait. <coughs> oh. Excuse me, guys. I'm sorry. I'm trying to fight through this fucking, I wouldn't even say cold, but congestion at this point. So hold on a second. So this is kind of, it's kind of interesting, right? Where, all right, let me, let me explain. So 50 and Diddy had like decade, a beef that probably like 20 years old. If not 20, very close to 20 years. All right. The person who works for 50 Cent now used to work for Diddy. So, and I'm not trying to get people in trouble. Ain't like a lot of people listen to my shit anyway. But just think about it for a second. You used to work for Diddy. And you weren't just like a distant employee. You're like in close proximity of Diddy at all times. You know all the tea. You, you've seen it. You've seen all of the crazy shit. What makes you think that whatever falling out that he had with Diddy, he decided to work for Diddy's rivalry? Or Diddy's rival? 50? Eight, you think? 50 didn't get any inside information? I mean... Just, 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 you know, just, just some speculation, you know, just some speculation. Some buckets, man. Right, right. But speaking of Harvey Pierre, how do you feel about him getting accused of sexual assault? Uh, like I said, anything that has to do with those sexual assaults, those people have to prove that. But is it, are they capable? Yeah, they're capable. Look at the atmosphere. They in the music industry. They in the music business. Yep. They set up those type of, uh, uh, they they learn the tricks of the trade. Fastest. 
guys don't put those pills that they get to the girls in the champagne bottles because they popping them in front of them. Okay. Most of those girls, especially if they like mixed drinks, you understand, they see the bottles when they open them. And they trying to keep their eyes on because they don't want to get no kind of drugs put in their system. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think women at that time were that intelligent. And let me explain why. Some women, and I say some, like very few women know what they're getting into. So they know what a guy could be capable of in that in that fucking space, right? So they got pills, like if, cause some guys, like some of these dudes, they're just open about it. Like, yeah, we got pills, we got this, we got that. And even though that's not great, but they're being upfront. Like, yeah, we got pills, we got this and that. Like, we don't, you know, cause like I said earlier, y'all drugging these these guys were allegedly drugging women, and they had no clue on how the woman will react to pills and alcohol, the, the mixture can be deadly. It's common fucking sense. But, you know, not so common, I guess, when you're an industry Negro, apparently. They just drugging bitches. They don't care what happened. Niggas is shot out. This shit is crazy. But what they don't understand is in the orange juice and it's in the cranberry juice. They didn't put the pills and the stuff in there. The, the pills. The roofies. Yo, 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 not the roofies. Oh, no. Tango down. She's feeling woozy. Mission failed. We'll get next time. Damn, that's sick, yo. Yo, these, yo, that's sick. They said, yeah, we not, we not going to use the bottles like, yeah. Now, this is two different stories. Now, I want to I want to specify this. But I think I heard Mark Carey say the same thing or say something similar. Now, there's two different clips that, that I'm thinking of. The first clip where he was talking about how he would go to these hip hop parties and he would see all these women come to the front. All these bitches come to the front and. There would be two sets of bottles. I've said this a million times. One set of bottles are alcohol. The other set of alcohol bottles got drugs and shit in them. And he said when bitches were passed out, he would come by. Like Women that, that were asleep would passed out with their mouth open. They'd come by and put pills in their mouth. Like, yo, what the fuck? Yo, I, I'm not making this shit up. I wish I was making this shit up. This is beyond animalistic behavior, man. This is some real life caveman shit. They put it in the juice. <laughs> now, those girls who slippery like the mixed drinks, you understand what I'm saying? They gone. They're, oh, they They're real gonna mixed. Pour their own sexual act because they don't understand it ain't in the bottles, it's in the juice. Those guys, they learn that. And they put it to those girls who don't know no They learn that. Yo. Hey, what's up, guys? Jesus Christ, yo. Yo. 
This nigga is shot the fuck out. Oh, yeah. By the way, shout out to uh, Tisa Tells. I didn't know this last. I should have known this video was from her, actually. <clears throat> but now we're going to get into really the shenanigans. Um, this is all out fuckery. I mean, this shit is incredible. Um, hold up. Let me let me make sure. Hey. Prominent pastor. This is the title. Prominent pastor claims Tyler Perry and Reverend T.D. Jakes been playing with God. Oh, I'm done. Not T.D. Who, who, who the fuck did we talk about in the last episode? Old T.D. Snakes hanging out with Diddy. Don't be surprised, man. You catch T.D. Jakes with the IV? Giant freak offs. Not a special appearance by T.D. Jakes. He ain't reading scriptures. Uh-uh. He ain't reading scriptures either. Mm -mm. This shit is crazy, bro. This is bad. Tyler Perry and TD Jakes. I mean, let's be honest. Tyler Perry, who the fuck is really surprised? Can we can we get a show of hands out there? Like, who's really surprised that um, Tyler Perry, aka Medea, is um taking dick? Like, who's surprised about that? I know I'm not. Anyway. Hey, what's up, guys? How y'all doing today? Well, baby, if you are Christian Keys, you are not done letting that chopper sing. Y'all, what am I talking about? If you missed what happened over the weekend, Christian Keys actually came out and spoke out about a prompt two prominent billionaires, one of which who basically said he had to pay to play, drink, eat those strawberries and drink that champagne if he wanted a deal. Another person that has been harassing him over 15 years. Oh, shit. Yeah. My sources told me who those names are. I think it's pretty certain. However, nothing has been uh, shown in uh, court of law. Oh, this However, is tea spilling. We have some new information. This is tea spilling. It looks like Black Hollywood, oh, even no. Jada Pinkett Smith, has come out and rallied around Christian Keys, saying he is so strong, but more important, even the clergy is coming out and speaking about what they know about um tyler perry they're supporting oh. christian uh keys and on top of that they're even pulling in the reverend td jakes talking about they act like they all about god but they be doing some sinning things oh. y'all you know the video let's get into this because you cannot make this up now first of all okay it has been debated who he is talking about Christian Keys has not come out and confirmed. However, he dropped some clues. He said that there was a, first of all, I'll put it up the screen of the list of, well, I'll put it up over here, the list of black billionaires in the world, right? Shit. There's only about, well, at least in America, there's only about 11, maybe 13 of them. We go down the list. Some are women. We can take them off the list. Oddly enough, Robert White comes out on top. He said this billionaire wanted him to lay to get paid, and he gave a scholarship out to HBCUs. Yo, yo! You can't make it to the real party because somewhere, if you if you're not a homosexual, they got they got a filtering out process. Giant freak offs. Oh my god, yo! I knew it. I knew it, yo. Booty bandits, I called it, bro. I called it, man. 
These niggas on the podium be looking way too sweet. Pause. These supposed to be men of God, not sissies for Satan. Jesus. What is going on with the blacks? Jesus. This is crazy. Uh, to my knowledge and Google's knowledge, there's only been one black billionaire, actually only one billionaire in history that has ever paid off the tuition <coughs> of a whole class at an HBCU. That is Robert White. On top of that, Robert White does have many investments. Now, again, we can we can debate whether we believe Christian Keys is talking about. Uh, no, we can debate whether we believe that Robert White did what Christian Keys is alleging. But I think it's silly not to say that Christian Keys was actually referring to Robert White. Okay, Tyler Perry has not come out and made any comments either way, which is surprising because at the end of the day, let's just assume that the other billionaire that he's talking about is not Tyler Perry. He said he's worked with this person for over 15 years. He Tyler Perry's a billionaire? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Tyler Perry's a billionaire, though? I didn't know that. God damn. That's definitely confirmed. And if if Tyler Perry is a billionaire and he's referring to a billionaire, it got to be Tyler Perry, man. <coughs> it got to be Tyler Perry, bro. What the fuck? person that fits the bill that's a billionaire, as far as we know, is Tyler Perry. The weird thing is, if it's not Tyler Perry, okay, one, Tyler Perry has not come out to vanquish any of these rumors. Now, you could argue it's not Tyler Perry's problem. He ain't doing anything. Why is he going to come out and defend himself? Fine, but here's the part I think is very telling. Christian Keys has been on a liking storm all over Twitter. Tristan Keys is paying attention to everything everyone on social media is saying. I have to imagine he is. Kristen Keys has not come out and said, y'all, stop tripping. It's not Tyler Perry. To me, that is the most damning thing because let's think about it. This is supposed to be your boss. This is supposed to be the people, what people on Twitter said was his mentor. This is supposed to be the person that is down for the cause that he works with, that he's been working with for the past 15 years. Now, assuming he is not the person who is, as I quote, sorry, I had to pull up my notes because you know he did an hour and a half Instagram live and put it up on this page. I listened to the whole thing and I took the clip notes, okay? Um, The person that kept, that made him keep, Caused him to keep a recording device on him since 2005. All right. Has him on tape offering money for nudes. Has him on tape talking about the other men he has on paper. There were were the the director that tried to coerce him to his apartment after script reading. Collected years worth of recording, keychains, thumbnails, pen devices. He has been harassed for 15 years. Says he intentionally waited for the statute of limitations to expire. Plans to take the recording to the police department. Now, I'm very interested to know whether he took the recordings to the police department. Oh, hear me out. It's his journey. And he was victimized. I 100% believe what he says. So he can do things on his own time. But I am. Yeah, see, that's the difference. A man in that sense would have no reason to lie about this, especially no disrespect, but a straight man would have no reason to lie about this. <clears throat> <clears throat> Why would a straight man 
make up all these, you know, lies about these alleged, you know, gay billionaires trying to hit on them. You see what I mean? And plus, it's kind of like in his favor, if he was, he didn't mention any names. So it really isn't no defamation at the moment. When the names are mentioned, I honestly don't think he's going to mention the names. Now, I believe I saw bits and pieces of the live video that she's referring to. Um, I didn't know. I mean, honestly, the first person I thought of when this was mentioned was, of course, Tyler Perry. But I don't know for sure. Um, This guy talked about how he pretty much has... um, you know, these these pens that really record and had all these little gadgets that record things. And this was supposed to be like, you know, a big thing. And he had all this, you know, tea to spill and to go out on social media and kind of like try and hint who it is for an hour and 45 minutes. It, for me, it's kind of like, yeah, you're going to have to say something. Because you're saying a lot of you're saying a lot of the activities, but you're not giving who's responsible in which you got to look at it in a sense like this. OK, you bringing the person's name up right away could possibly possibly prevent that person from victimizing and possibly uh, doing this to somebody else. So you kind of have to have that way of looking at it. These are like weird allegations, like guys that say, hey, they just he said that one guy just wanted to see him naked and kept and literally kept forcing himself onto him in a sense of offering a lot of money and, you know, look at the people. He's like, he said some shit like where I got a network of people who do as I say. This is, this is what he said. Uh, Christian Keys. Um, he has a, a network this person has a network of people they do. They service him, which you all know what that means. A lot of weirdo activity going on in Hollywood, man. This shit is crazy. Interested to see if he is going to file an official complaint to make sure nobody else is victimized. All right. Um, he offered he offered him an acting role before they start they started working together the person's voice is famously recognizable not his face but his voice um he'll know people will know as soon as he plays the audio um has documentation for a car he was offered as hush apology gift Damn. he uses movies so what billionaire that's tyler perry is rumored to be gay that's Tyler Perry. Movies. That's Tyler Perry. And a black one. Come on. From the list. Come what on. You think it is. Me thinks it's Tyler Perry, right? Come on. He uses movies as carrots to force people into late night table reads like Harvey Weinstein. He says that um, the person's company is on the bill of sale of the vehicle, Tyler Perry Studios. Uh, in a gateway. Go ahead, sis. Blah, 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 blah. He stays in. Also, he said that he stays is in his dressing room. While he is on set, Tyler Perry, since the pandemic, has been on set a lot for a lot of his things, even um, Christians, right? 
Mm. My whole point of the matter is, if this is not Tyler Perry, and Christian Key sees the whole internet going in saying, oh my God, he's talking about Tyler Perry. Do you think that for someone that is his friend, that is his mentor, that they are on good terms, and he is the, not the one he's talking about, do you think Tristan would actually go and be like, hey, y'all, I see a lot of talk? Just because Tristan bought, I'm sorry, Christian bought it to social media. So, baby, you can't drop a bomb like that on social media and then. Yeah, I think, I think it's smart, though. It is smart because then in reality, the other people, he wouldn't have to give the name because the names are already out there. Him. Now, if it's somebody, if he's actually cool, if they're actually close, if if Christian and this man, Tyler Perry, are actually close and good friends and Tyler Perry is not the person, he would immediately go out there and defend Tyler Perry's name. You see what I mean? Like, so it's almost like if he doesn't, right? Like if if he does not defend Tyler Perry, then he's pretty much saying Tyler Perry did it without him saying Tyler Perry did it. You see the genius in that versus like look forever for whatever reason, let's say it's TD Jakes. We know TD Jakes doesn't have doesn't make movies to my knowledge. He's not a director to my knowledge. Um, if people would, if people were to keep mentioning TD Jakes, and it wasn't TD Jakes, or even worse, he's actually close friends with TD Jakes. You would think the person who's actually close friends with the person will go out there and say, "No, I'm not referring to this person. We are close friends. He doesn't do X, Y, and Z." So just think about it like that. In other words, I'm pretty sure it's uh, Tyler Perry skate on out so tristan okay um why wouldn't he just post something saying hey you guys i hear all the talk just let you know tyler's one of the good ones he's been by my side since the beginning never did i want to imply but just to let y'all know it is not my friend and mentor or whatever tyler mf and perry instead of that just christian is just sitting on mute i think that's more telling than everything but again that's my opinion we're going to have to wait there to see what the document said. However, the clergy, the pulpit, the people that know in the Christian community and prominent pastors and reverends are coming out and speaking about what goes on between uh, not just Tyler Perry, but baby, they bought calling TJ Jakes into it. Let me let y'all listen to this because baby, they are running down tapes. And then meet me after the jump. Because again, Christian seems like he is a reasonable person. He seems like he is a caring person. He seems like he is a compassionate person. And I would assume if he was victimized by other people, he would not want Tyler Perry or, as it is, Reverend T.D. Jakes bought into this. And he would want everything focused on the people that actually did this. The fact that he is not... Well, this is the problem, and this is kind of the downfall of what this guy is is standing for. See, now it becomes um, a monopoly. Now it becomes... Um, it's like uh, charades, right? It's like Yahtzee, right? Because now you kind of... You, you, you kind of... You paint the picture. You give the people that are watching the clues 
And then the people are going to just make assumptions, right? Some people are smarter than others. So if it's a if it's a person who's rumored to be gay, a billionaire, which I never knew uh, T- uh, Tyler Perry was a billionaire, known for doing movies and known to be directing during the pandemic, it would only pretty much narrow down to him. Right. He, he he like I said, he told you who it is without telling you who it is, which, like I said, very smart in a sense. But the problem is now. A person who doesn't know any better, they'll just mention random names. You know, what I mean, they'll just mention random people. And, you know, if that name sticks without any real, you know, without any real indication, let alone evidence, then that's a, that's an issue. That's an issue. Come out and said a word about Defending Tyler Perry. I don't know, y'all. It speaks volumes. But listen, listen to the good reverend, the good pastor, pastor actually say about that they support Christian. And on top of that, saying that E.D. Jakes, whose name, interestingly enough, was mentioned in the Diddy fiasco. Uh Right. Go ahead. Go ahead and watch my lives if you haven't. It's now being bought up with Tyler Perry and the way. uh, Not good. Hit me up. Let me know what you think, but listen to this, all right? Yeah. Dressing like a woman. Ain't nothing funny about it. Go ahead. Bro. Oh, that's Back Gino. Down. Oh, God. Yo. Shout out to Pastor Gino, man. P- Gino Jennings. Oh, real man of God. This nigga is not playing around. He's not playing games, people. And this nigga be spitting. I'm telling y'all, yo. I got to start playing more of um, Pastor Gino, but the problem is I just be too fucking busy and I kind of already have like everything mapped out on what I want to talk about. So it's always difficult. Like, oh, the last minute. Oh, Gino. But nah, this nigga be cooking. I know what this clip is. He mentions Diddy. Listen, listen, he ain't playing. Listen. Like a sissy. Now up trying to be a motivational speaker, a preacher. <laughs> still making money from a deer and still trying to motivate. Motivate what? Who, who's motivating? <laughs> Is it Madea or Tyler? Yeah. Damn. Go ahead, cook. Yeah. Cook this nigga. Trifling no good things that cook with the name of the Lord Jesus and you preachers are scared to say anything because right. you feel honored for these fakers coming in your church. That's right. When Tyler Cook. gave Jake's that million dollars, oh, Jake's looked like something that came out of a carnival. Damn, yes, he did. Tyler went off on that fake tongue. They laid his Damn, hands on son. the devil. Damn. And Jake stood there on television. <laughs> <laughs> These niggas is cold, and bro. And after he did that, he went into another thing. The devil kept, the devil kept uppercut. The upper, that's right. <laughs> that wasn't no Holy Ghost. No. That was a million dollar ghost. That's right. That was a Holy Ghost. That was a million dollar ghost. You sick religious things keep playing with God. Yeah. 
Money loving Tyler Perry became by committing abomination. Damn. There you go. There you go. Yeah, shout out to uh the Tisa. Is it Tisa? It's Tisa Tells. Tisa Tells. Alright? Tisa Tells. With um another one, alright? <coughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. When it comes to like specifically the Diddy situation, she's kind of the she's kind of my favorite one right now who's talking about it. Because rather than kind of just more of a speculation, gossipy type of thing, there's a lot of research brought into uh, her work and what she's doing. Um, the Christian Keys thing is crazy. Uh, I don't. I've seen the brother before. I don't know where I've seen him, but I he when I saw him, he looked familiar, right? But I never knew. I guess he is a pastor, but um, a lot of crazy accusations, man. These are like religious leaders and shit being questioned for doing a lot of sketchy freakazoid activity. I'm not going to hold you. Shit is very, very graphic. As for Gene Dill, shout out to Gene Dill. Exposing the... Um, the Diddy slash Cosby concoctions. I mean, Jesus Christ. Roofies, roofling, and, and you know, e-pills and all this shit. Spicing the fucking, uh, spiking the fucking, the apple juice, the cranberry juice, the orange juice. You giving these bitches a real mixed drink. These, these guys are stone cold savages. No other way to put it. They're fucking animals. Animalistic behavior, man. This, this is caveman shit. And, you know, the the first video, I mean, if if you're a guy that says, yo, I, I want you to get smashed by a big black dick and it's not mine and it's not your dick. You want to watch your girl get smashed by another guy that's suspect. You wild sassy for that. That's sassy behavior, man. That's a lot. That's male sassiness. Absolutely out of pocket. Unacceptable. All right. We're going to end this off as segment one. It is only 639. I got into about 730. Maybe a little more. Who knows? I made up my mind since Tisa Tells was already the last video. I want to get into this whack 100. Um... The Adam and Wax show, the Crip Max situation, this nigga's locked up, facing fed time. All right. He's facing fed time. And it seems that Adam 22, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. It seems that Adam 22 really doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> like, that's, it seems as if Adam 22 can care less. And that says a lot about Adam 22, but we'll get into that in a few. So stay tuned. Be right back to be continued. Um, segment two is on the way. All right. Segment motherfucking two. Jersey Judah here with you on a Tuesday, Tuesday night. 
almost quarter to six or quarter to seven p.m. Um, I pretty much got through all the shit that I wanted to get through, but luckily for me, and luckily for you, I still have something that I would like to go through. Let me see. Let me remove this. Now I listened to this earlier, so it's still worthy of like checking this shit out. Just the way that like this nigga just does not give a fuck about this nigga, Crip Mac. Who Crip Mac was kind of like the wild card of No Jumper because you know people that seen Crip Mac, he kind of like reminds people of sort of that. Old school, 1980s, like early 90s gangbanger who just wears the color he represents. And anybody who wore the opposite color, he would like smash on him and try to fight him and shit. That's what Crip Mac pretty much is, right? Like he's a young nigga with like the attitude of a 90s and late 80s gang member. All right. He's known for just wilding the fuck out. Let's just be honest. Um, he gets caught up in a jam, some shit. I heard he got caught with a switch. I don't got time to explain this. This is a lot of black talk. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Um, this is a lot of black talk. Okay. He got caught with the switch. All right. So they was like, nah, we got to get this, this fucking animal off the streets. You know what I mean? So they got him off the streets and, um, people expect that. Hey man, where's Adam 22? Where's the 22 ster? Where's the cuck of the year? Right? He said, nah, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't have the time. Now, we, we'll get into this. Fuck it. We're getting into it right now. We're not going to waste time. We're getting into this shit right now. The Adam and Wax show. I'm going to be skipping because I want to get to the point of where they talk about Crip Mac. All right? So bear with me. Pregnant wine, is it? Is it? A wine that's oh yeah, and he would be. A lot of people get pregnant off wine. No, but I'm saying a lot of people start whining when they pregnant. That's true. Wordplay. He's a rapper. (laughs) You got the wordplay. It was a wine that was still healthy. Right. What is it? What? What wine that was? No, God, the one that God had. Incredibles yeah. wine. Yeah, I got it tatted on my leg. Yeah. Incredible everything. Watch out, I got incredible tatted on you my leg. Why'd you do that? Game. I because I'm what? really a part of it. You're a part of the diaper brand. Incredible. It's it, all it, the that's involved with it. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. Oh, you wanted to see? Yeah, yeah. I gotta see it. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Help me for designer. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Nick Cannon got some real over there. You ready to slide for Incredibles diapers? Stop playing. Slide for mm. Nick. Nick. Stop playing. For sure. I'm sliding for Bobby. You know I'm from babies. Whoa, yeah. this <laughs> nigga said, this nigga, yo, hold up. See, I know, yo, I think I think Adam-22 is an agent, bro. Yep. I think Adam-22 is an agent. I don't think he's a culture vulture, but I do think he's an agent. Because he says a lot of slick shit, and, like, these Negroes, like, they don't pay attention, like... This nigga said he's sliding for Biden. Like, yo, this nigga's the op, bro. Oh, God, this nigga's the op. This nigga Adam-22 is definitely opposition, bro. He's not even controlled opposition. You know the term they use? Like, oh, he's controlled opposition. Like, as if... It's like it's like professional wrestling, right? It's like the the 
the the um it's like it's like the controlled opposition already knows what's going on alongside like 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 the control opposition knows what's going on along the person he's a like the opponent of the controlled opposition knows what's going on that's what that refers to meaning that person would be the necessary evil like these people today these democrats they need trump because their president is so fucked up and they have no self accountability that trump has to be the problem if trump wasn't the problem then they would have to look to their leaders and the people that they vote for. And it's not a good sight. I think Adam 22 is controlled opposition. You <laughs> sorry for that. You know what babies did? That's mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a street thing. You and I understand. BRG, huh? the babies. That's probably not a thing at the point. B-A-B-Y, badass baby young. Uh, baby. Badass baby young. No, no, that's comp. Oh, okay, right. And that's McCoy. Right. Right. I don't feel comfortable analyzing anybody's that's gang affiliations. Why you act like you know what it is then? Because don't tell me you know, I don't know. I know enough is. to like listen to it, but I don't know enough to speak it. It's like Spanish. Hey, I've been seeing Crip Mac on here though with the fives. You know, I had the five first, right? Free Crip Mac. Free Crip Mac. Hold on. Hey, oh, here we go. Here we go. Prison Crip Mac. Hey, free any in jail. I don't wish that on you. Free Crip Mac. Free Crip Mac. What I tell you though. I had this five first in my head, though. Well, you said he had a switch. So you were full. I said. Can we move the ACR? That's fine here, right? Oh, I heard y'all. I, just said, <laughs> I said he going to get 10 to 15. No, I went Damn. to. I watched y'all early this morning. First time I seen y'all talk about crib, man. I went to the Fed. They picked me up off a regular. Not a switch. No, he had a ghost. He had a go- oh, mm. ghost. Automatically. Hold on. But he had like three. Two fellas. And on acting police. All right, let me just educate y'all niggas because y'all hearing a lot of shit like switch, ghost, ghost gun, simple. It's a weapon. The numbers are scratched off. So the gun is almost untraceable, right? Just just listen. All right. So a ghost gun is a gun that the numbers, the serial numbers of the weapon is legitimately scraped off, unidentifiable or unidentical, therefore untraceable. All right. Don't ask me how I know this. At the, time, at the time they picked him up. They add that up. They add so that up. And it, it, get, it get real scary. You go down the line with the numbers, and then you go across with your priors. So just how Crit Mac did right now, went to jail. And they thought it was going to be three. Ain't it sad? Like, the only time niggas is mathematical or smart is when drug money is involved or a number of years and incarceration is involved. Like, these street niggas are geniuses, but also dumb at the same time. Like, this shit is incredible. Like, these niggas become mathematicians and shit. But when it comes to, like, doing right, like, these niggas can never, can never, never, never do it. Niggas trying to do right, they go left. You know what I'm saying? Like, but when it comes to numbers, oh, how much a year niggas getting? Listen to these niggas. They sound like professors, bro. They dropped the case. They dropped my case. I'm thinking I'm finna get let go. When you walk out, FBI outside. Take you to the feds. That's what happened. And they picking up cases right now. So regardless if you got a... That's the... I hate that. Yeah, that's the <laughs> chart for how many years you're going to get? chart. And uh, hey, they go chart. by months in the feds. Chart. We went by so months. you got... 36. The level? I took like 56 You got months. what category by your number? Yeah. 
And then you got Yo, one, right. two, three. All right, let's skip the prison talk. Like, these niggas is shot, bro. Jesus Christ. We can't get in a th- three and a half minutes without niggas talking about, like, large jail numbers and terms and shit. Like, I can't do it, bro. Shit is crazy. All right, hold on. <clears throat> shit is crazy, man. Yeah, he's got a nice demeanor about it. Said it ain't a, she said it ain't a crime to be a gang member. Because Crib Mac does have something going for himself career-wise, but also, like, his whole image and I don't can imagine the judge might use that against him, right? My judge don't give. But you, you have like a pretty you cool in there, v- vibe compared to right, him. Right, Let's right, be real. Right. He got like yeah. I mean, a judge is looking at killer on your head. Like, I, what the? What? Yeah, like yeah. Crip Mac is a shot out, like nineteen nineties sort of like zombified gangbanger. Like this nigga got, he got Hoover Killer tattooed on his face now. I'm not I'm not here to give no gang seminars, so niggas should already know about, you know, gangs and shit nowadays, you know what I mean? But Hoover's is like one of the deepest and most hated and most feared gang in the West Coast. It's like a list. And if I, 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 this isn't by any order, but from what I, I can remember, one of the big ones on Rollins was was a hundreds and sixties. These were like two of the most notorious um, sets in California, so much so that they beef with each other and they both roll it, right? So you got hundreds, you got sixties, and then the Hoovers is just their own. They're like, they're, they're their own entity. There's still certain groups that still identify with with, with the left, with the, with the blue rag, but most of them niggas wear orange. And they they are anybody, everybody kill it, right? They're the biggest, deepest, most violent, vicious, ruthless gang in the West Coast. Right? One of their main rivals happens to be those in the neighborhood. Right? So to be a person from the neighborhood. And to have anything that involves HK or anything that involves like Hoover Killer or anything like that, like nigga, that's a death sentence. You can't go to certain people. Like it's so deep out there that there's people that are bloods that fuck with Hoovers, and you can't even go to their hood with that shit on your head because they're gonna press you, or they're gonna get Hoovers to press you. But that's like one of those, you know, niggas are out there it's like they're machines you know what i mean they're like they're like fucking programmed like they got a different it's 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 in their dna geographically the west coast it's like people don't understand like all right so the west coast is different way different than gangs in the east coast mostly because the gangs in the west coast were more sort of by the book. Like, they literally have parks. They have streets named after their after their gang. There's projects named after their gang, like Grape Street and, and, and Piru Street and, and, and all these other places, right? Like, nigga, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 Fig. Like, when you say, when I, when I think of Fig, I think of Pimpin' and I think of Hoover's. Two things that I think about when somebody says fig, shout out the fig community world. But 
that it's a different like they're they don't fuck around out there. I mentioned this shit before. Like you can't even wear hats out there because niggas is tripping. I got a New York Yankees hat, right? If I go if I go to an area that I'm not privy to with a New York Yankees hat in California, they're gonna smoke me. They're gonna think I'm they're gonna think I'm with the neighborhood. They're gonna smoke me. There's certain hats you can't wear in California. They say the only hat that's neutral is the LA Dodgers hat, nigga. That's it. That's the neutral hat in Cali. Everything else, mm-mm. You wear the Astro hat, you're going to get smoked or some Hoover's going to press you because that's Hoover shit. You dig? Um, if you wear if you wear a Phillies hat, Pyrus is going to press you. So it's, it's, it's different out there. Like, it's, it's a whole different animal. Like I said, they got parks like the parks in their community means everything. Like that's that's where niggas that's that's where the niggas meet up at. You can't go to that. You can't go to another person's park. That's how like if you're from another community and you go to that park to play basketball, even like niggas is going to press you, bro. Like it's really serious out there. You know, gangs out here is is strongly influenced by niggas in the West Coast, but we got our own sort of backstory. You know, the bloods and shit, that's just out here. That's prison shit that bleeded onto the streets. In the West Coast, nigga, that shit was active when that shit started because there was an automatic opposition. They started with an opposition. You see what I mean? Like, the whole, the whole culture is is weird out there compared to over here and the politics, the politics throughout history has to remain what it is in order for it to be official. So if niggas, so if niggas in the West coast, like for example, if niggas in the West coast, if Hoover's never get along with neighborhood, then in other places, it's going to be the same politics, bro. The only exception would be like New York is like its own entity, right? These niggas got their own wave out there. You see what I mean? They got their own wave, so they got movements. And their movements consist of different niggas from different areas who happen to be from the same projects. So it's more, I guess, what people would consider territorial. You know what I'm saying? Niggas look at that shit as more like territorial. So a person from a certain community like like a person from a certain community would actually have to know certain people have to be from a certain block have to be from a certain area to really be able to vibe and kick it with a certain group of people like even if i had if i had cousins right like let's say i had cousins in the west coast i got cousins in long beach right if i go out to long beach I can't even, I can't kick it in the area in Long Beach just because my cousin, I can't just go off of my cousin's name unless my cousin's really out there getting busy. Then it's different. But even if my cousin is getting busy, I'm an easy target now because they know. So anybody that got beef with him, they can go after me in order to get to him. That's how retarded shit is in the West Coast. Really, it's retarded everywhere, but West Coast is the ones that got busy with this, you know, red and blue shit first. If you went in there and said, hey, 
I'm Adam 22. Right. I represent this. I've employed him for this time. We've done this, this, this. And what you see right now, he took a bad thing and turned it into a good thing as far as his character, personality, and his gimmick. Right. And that, the judge and you did that for him? They were telling me on Monday that they wanted me to come and try to talk to the judge on Wednesday, but I already had my whole week booked to interviews. Hey, yo, shout out to DW Flame. Long Beach, nigga. That's why I reference Long Beach, by the way. Um, They got, even in Long Beach, you know, Long Beach has a long history, pun intended, right? Long history in Long Beach. You know what I'm saying? The Long, Long Beach... It's one of the only spots in California where you'll see no bloods. There's no bloods in um, Long Beach. All Crips, all essays, all Asians. It's some of the some of the essays and some of the Asians claim Crip too. So Long Beach is just all blue and then a bunch of fucking um, bunch of Mexicans that hate niggas. A bunch of a bunch of uh, nigga killing Mexicans and, and a bunch of fucking um, Nazi lowriders and skinheads and shit. Out there in Long Beach and shit. Shit crazy out in Long Beach. Long Beach is his own entity. Like, okay, I'll give you an example. Everything I'm saying, I'm not explaining too much. Anybody can learn this information, right? So in Long Beach, you got you got the insanes and you got twenties. The rolling twenties. Okay. Um, one is pretty much on 21st and the other one is on like 23rd, 22nd and all around, pretty much around it. These two neighbor, neighboring Crip gangs in Long Beach have a rival that goes back to like, um, goes back to like Snoop and, um, what's the other nigga? Um, Trade E. Trade E's insane. Snoop's rolling 20s, right? Them two was cool. I think they had beef back in the day, but it was some neighborhood shit. It was it was from street beef and shit. But they got together on the music tip, and for a while, both sides kind of coexisted. And it was still there was even people that considered themselves um, insane twenties, right? But now it's certain rappers. I forgot the other rapper who's from Long Beach, who's from um, uh, Rolling Twenties. Um, you know, he's a dope artist too. But him and this guy, D.W. Flame, they're beefing because they're from two, quote unquote, opposite hoods, which they're in the same neighborhood, literally one to three streets away from each other. Only in California. No, 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 Adam. That's, and that's when they said they're not going to let him out while he's waiting. Okay. I know, but what am I going to do? I got people flying nah, in to do interviews. I got to cancel my whole. Yeah, but you could pause the interview a little bit. Yeah, you could have went. You could have like the interview could wait a little bit. You could have like went down to like twelve to two. I got my whole week booked every week. Look at this Wednesday. I got yeah, this nigga seven savage. things I got to do throughout the day. Adam, as a as a as a fake real whatever it is, yeah, eight a.m. to nine p.m. He, he needs you there. Though. What am I gonna do? He I need can't. you though, bro. Imagine, I, I, I wish I could. Imagine you can, man. That nigga's you crazy. Can. Bro. Well, I'm not supposed to just cancel my whole schedule for just everybody I know. All right, so let me explain this whole thing. So, like I said, Crip Mac was essentially a wild card for uh, No Jumper. For me, in my personal opinion, nothing against Crip Mac. I just don't think he fits with that whole. 
he doesn't really fit in with the whole like no jumper scene. I mean, if anything, I think I think Adam Twenty Two would have to give Crip Max sort of like a little authority, like yo, here's your own little show. You know, don't incorporate him too much because niggas, everybody's beefing with the niggas, so you can't really incorporate him too much with everybody. But one of the things I noticed was I forgot that one nigga, that one um, black disciple nigga, I forgot his name. He always put shit on King David and shit. On King David! I forgot that nigga's name. Um, famous whatever his name is. He almost got in a fight. He was he was, he was about to tweak out on uh, Adam-22. And Crip Mac was the one who stepped in and was like, nah, man, you ain't gonna you ain't gonna disrespect my man like that. He was he was ready to squabble with him. He was ready to fight the Chicago nigga for Adam 22. And that was a weird moment for me because it's like, oh wow. I mean, cause if you think about it, the way this nigga act, Crip Mac is like essentially a crash test dummy anyway. Like he's a nigga that you're you're pretty much gambling on crashing out. You're putting your top dollar on this nigga crashing out eventually. But I don't think Adam 22 gives a shit. I really don't. I don't think this is a gimmick or anything. The fact that his alleged ops would have to remind Adam, like, yo, that's fucked up, bro. Like, you know, he helped you along the way. You should, you know, help him back in return. And we all know, regardless of how Adam is perceived by people, for the most part, he's just a guy who's known to do a podcast and reach millions of people. He could easily go to the judge, maybe a little bit more dressed, cover up the tattoos a bit and tell the judge, hey, this guy, he may look a certain way, but he's changed his ways. He's worked with me. Um, you know, he's been doing better things and the judge is going to consider it. And if, if the judge don't believe it, all he got to do is look the nigga up. They show Crip Mac. The thing about Crip Mac, he's different because he got videos in the past. And this is why I respect the nigga. He got videos in the past going around, giving out food for the homeless, you know, buying buying the homeless Popeyes and shit or buying the homeless pizza and shit like that. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of niggas doing that, let alone hood niggas, street niggas in general, period. Alright? A lot of niggas in the streets are known to get busy, but they're very stingy, very greedy. Okay? Real niggas know, you know what I'm saying? Niggas is that's getting to the bag, they not giving niggas a quarter, nigga. Fuck out of here. You know what I mean? We all know that. But Crip Mac was actually one of those people that's doing it. Or he was doing it. I, I, I would imagine he's still doing it. But, you know, it just goes to show you, like, the people you work for, you can bust your back for them. It's the moment that, you know, when they're, when, when they're down and out, you'll be the one always there for them, right? But it's that one time when you fall down. It's that one time you take that loss and you don't see those people around you that you was helping out. It's like, shit, they'll walk right by you. Crazy. Put your feet in there. What you supposed to do? What? Call this attorney, whoever it is, 
Ask him what time is court going to be. Or they push his court day back. They say his court day is going to be, court time going to be uh, 10 o'clock. Whoever you got scheduled from 10 to 1, move it to the next day. Especially if he they got a bro, joint. I'll pay for the hotel too. room. Tell him, yeah. delay him, put him in a hotel. I don't Crib back, but I don't like seeing niggas in jail. No damn. You, you'd cancel your trip to the Congo for a blue fan. No, to go oh, for, oh, pop. for crib mac. Huh? But you. I don't know. Hey yo, they had they had pictures of this nigga Whack 100 back in like the uh back like back in the day. Yo, this nigga looked like a fucking this nigga like a fucking machine, bro. <laughs> yeah, they used to call this nigga Crip Killer Whack. Can you imagine like yo? Like yo. <laughs> They had this nigga look like this nigga look like a blooded out Tookie Williams, bro. I'm not even lying to y'all, bro. They called this nigga Crip Killer Whack. I'm like, fuck. Imagine running into a nigga like that. You got the wrong color on and everything. Oh, you getting smashed out. This this nigga. You gonna have to shoot a nigga like that back in the day. He coming after you. It's like Tookie. Like you're not squaring up with him. You shooting him. Fucking, are you kidding me? What? Stop it! I'm not, I'm not playing games with these niggas, man. Cause you know a nigga like that, he gonna drag you. He gonna do you dirty. He gonna do you dirty. He gonna keep punching you while you knocked out. All types of crazy shit. Hey, for Blueface. Hey, what happened? You don't remember that? What? What, what day? Blueface said he thought he was James Bond. Let me tell you, didn't. Was driving so fast in Hollywood. Yeah, uh, 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 oh, excuse me. I want to die. It's not. A, there's a. There's not a. There's not a crime done in this. Are you this. talking about Super Bowl? Yeah. yeah. What did I do? Man, hey, I said whack. That gave me his money and everything. I said, all right, let me get whack on the line. Let me get to whack. What did I do? You got him out of jail the next day. Immediately. And he pulled up for the. I had his money still the next day. Hey, Put niggas. You looked out. Real brother. Put niggas. Put niggas. No. That that, night. The, my point is. Mm-hmm. Crip Mac like Adam gonna come for me Bro listen You I, didn't ask me Try Mac ask me Yeah <laughs> What you mean bro Oh okay 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 I'm glad that name was mentioned <clears throat> Shout out to China Mac Alright so China Mac has been loosely affiliated With the No Jumper platform He had a show with Crip Mac, where they would go around and find different foods and shit. I don't, I'm not a fan of it, but I think it would be entertaining for those who are fans of both Crip Mac and China Mac. I think it's, it's easily, it's easily explained why people would, would watch that, right? But when Crip Mac got taken down, by the federal, by the Fed boys, right? China Mac was like, was mad as fuck. He was like, yo, why ain't Adam, he's he, he's calling Adam out. Which, maybe they're just that close. I guess they're just that close. <coughs> China Mac and Crip Mac. Two Macs. The Mac Pack, how about that? The Mac Pack, I'm gonna call them the Mac Pack. Um, maybe they were close. I just thought it was kind of weird that, 
you know, China Mac would, would call out Adam the way that he did rather than kind of like call him up and see what the deal is. And, you know, I'm sure China Mac went. China Mac was calling out motherfuckers who, you know, who was around him but wasn't really supporting him. But that's kind of like what I said before, man. You kind of learn the hard way in situations like that, man. I talked about this in the last episode where I um, I broke this white boy's orbital bone and shit, right? I think I was facing like seven. I think it was like seven calculated with uh, aggravated assault and uh, trespassing. All right. And all, all these people that I was talking to during that time where everybody was enthusiastic, like, hey, how's it going and all that. When I was going through all that shit, none of those people reached out. And honestly, at that time, I didn't know what the fuck would, what would happen. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the, I realized that while I was going through that, very little people were there. And so I always kept that in mind going forward. So when people have their problems, you know, I don't want to, I really, I really can care less. Because I never really was one of those people to try and reach out to people, especially when I'm down and out. I've always had that stubborn, hard-headed complex. Most men have it, whatever the fuck it is, testosterone, whatever. Just that attitude to where it's like, you know what, I'll, I'll fix it myself, you know, I'll get through it, whatever. And to be honest, like, it works for me. I don't know, like, <laughs> I hate to say it like that, but, you know, times do get hard, but, you know, they don't they don't stay that way. That's the only way that I can look at it. So I don't, I don't really, like, my way of looking at it is I don't really, like, give a fuck um, in a sense that if somebody has problems and it's, like, very stupid and it's, like, almost, like, people who complain about nothing, you kind of just let them complain. You let them vent in a sense, especially if they're like close friends. But if they're like really your close friends, you can kind of tell them like, nigga, you bitching too much, man. It got to be something more to it. You can't just be complaining about simple, dumb, um, elementary level shit. And a lot of times it is. Well, he in jail, like, man, bro, you supposed to go down there and do that. Because his next court date you might be for fifty fifth Street. Yeah, I didn't keep it 55th Street, huh? Nah, that ain't, nah, so you playing. I'm serious for the motherfucker. Okay. You kept it 53rd with Crip Mac. Honestly, I didn't even think about it. To me, it's like, Ask my interviews right. come before everything else but in my life. And I, I don't cancel interviews. But on some G- Besides family. On some, on some. That, that what you mean? Brothers, excuse me, G- Brother, he was ready to fight. He can squabble over you. You supposed to go up there for get seen it. Famous Richard. I seen it. Okay, famous Rich. Is it famous Richard or famous Richie or famous? All right, this is the um another funny guy, right? Like, but these are Chicago niggas. So like, I try not to talk about Chicago niggas. Like that shit comes with a curse. Like these niggas is. I don't know what they did. They dabble in with with darkness. Them niggas is demonic, bro. These are the first group of niggas that I've heard consider themselves demons. And they've marketed that nigga. Like, what type of shit is this? Nigga, like, what the fuck? Niggas is black. And, and niggas is black, right? Niggas is black. They black. Niggas is black really performing black magic. What the fuck? Is, what in the fuck is going on here? See, y'all got stars and shit, too, you know? 
gotta pay attention to symbolism. I remember a while ago, I had this question, and the question was how our sim our perception of symbolisms change, but yet they're still similar, right? When you look at the five-pointed star, you look at the six-pointed star, and then you look at the conflict, Palestine and Israel. What does the Palestine flag look like? What star do they have? What does the Israel flag look like? <laughs> what star do they have, right? And I was cooking. Like, it, it, it was just, it was a thought that kind of just, you know, it came in waves. I was like, yo, that's, a, there's a weird similarity with this shit. And how we, although use our symbols different, we don't, well, the gangs are um, aligned to a flag, right? I mean, I don't want to get too deep, but you guys know where I'm getting at. It's a weird similarity, right? The only difference is, you know, one war, if you will, which is in fact a war at this point, is based on um, territorial... Um, geographical, uh, biblical, some would even say, with Palestine and Israel. And the other one is just typical black-on-black violence. There it is. There it is. There it is. But he was ready to squat. He was ready, like, though. I'm not lying. that he's, I'm not going to act like he's not a good friend, but to use that as an example. No, that's all he's doing. That's not what you're doing right now is not giving I don't want to tell say, you what's going on in culture, this pro wrestling match. Culture vulture type of That's crazy. It's Damn. cool when he's here. Damn. But now when he needs you, Damn. Call you all, all of a sudden. You know, this is why I fuck with Wack. Because I think Wack's the only person who outwardly goes on a show with Adam 22 and calls him out. Like, that's kind of like, I don't know, that's kind of like his thing. And he doesn't do it to really be a bully. Right. If you if you listen to Wack and Clubhouse like that shit, like this nigga's a bully, bro. He's like he's like the next level. He's like the next wave of like Suge Knight almost. Right. Like niggas, niggas pyro. So you already have that. Suge Knight is like a fucking gangbanging superhero. That's how I look at Suge Knight growing up. I'm like, yo, Suge Knight. I ain't know nothing about bloods or any of that shit. I just said, yo, this nigga Suge Knight is a fucking monster, bro. You know what I mean? And then there's a video circulating. I didn't know this was happening. Y'all niggas knew Tupac was mobbed? Did y'all know that? I'm like, what? They said Tupac got jumped in. This nigga was Pyru, nigga. Like, I'm like, God damn. I'm like, this is crazy. Then I say to myself, well, damn, why did Snoop and Pac have such a falling out? I don't know, man. I just be thinking, man. Shit be crazy. Shit be crazy. But yeah, I heard. I heard Pac. They 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 ended up, uh, you know, initiating this nigga, and this nigga became pop. I'm like, yo, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <coughs> and then this this is how yo this is how I want y'all to pay attention to how crazy this shit is, right? And this is all sources, right? Like this is all sources. I'm not making none of this up. So, 
you got death row, which is like, you know, a bunch of bloods, like, a, like the people who ran the shit and the people who were like bodyguards and shit, they were bloods from the area. Like these niggas and, and Suge Knight played like pop Warner football with like most of these niggas, even the ops. He played like football and shit with the ops and shit. So he's cool with a couple of like, you know, niggas from the opposite side in different areas, which is how he reached out to Snoop and got all these crip niggas. So it was a bunch of pyros owning these crip niggas and they're publishing and their music and shit. So at the time, niggas never seen no shit like this ever. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody ever seen shit like this before. Okay. Well, rumor has it that Diddy and and Pac, not, not Pac, Diddy and Biggie was fucking with some Southside Crips. So I'm like, yo, these niggas is blue ragging. I'm like, yo, I can't do this. This hip hop shit is too deep for me. I give up. So I'm learning about shit about these niggas from like 26, 28 years ago. I'm like, yo, this is impossible. This is fucking impossible. That's crazy. Bro, I'm not saying that. Ask the attorney what time of this court. If they say 10 o'clock, just block out three hours, bro. Walk and do your get back. Tell wherever those people are, right? Stay extra day. They'll understand it. They'll respect it. Put them in a room. I'll cover the room. There's nowhere to move them to. Damn. You realize the whole week is (laughs) That's stupid. It's like there's there's no. This nigga whack. Offered, look, I'm a see. This is why, and like I said, this is the only reason why I listen to this shit is because Wack 100. I wouldn't listen to Adam and probably nobody else. I don't want to hear Adam interview anybody anymore. Like I'm, I can't. The platform, by the way, the new jumper platform right now is trash. I hate to say it, I'm gonna tell you that straight up, it's trash. Nobody on there is entertaining like that. Flacco? <sighs> Flacco? Am I going to watch a show that consists of Flacco? Poetic? Excuse me. Poetic Flacco? Probably not. I'm probably not going to watch it. And nothing against him. It's just, you know, I mean, the videos he do by himself is pretty entertaining because it's just him. But when it's him and other people, it's kind of like he doesn't really gel with a lot of people conversational wise. It's like a fly on the wall that moves every time you get close to it, but really doesn't do anything. So and and then you got you got the um, I saw the video act. I saw the video act roasting sharp again. Sharp is done. Like, I don't know why these people. And this is the problem. You y'all let these fucking um part-time pimps and you know round will uh, around around the world will and will and deal whoremongers get into this space and they just fuck the game up now the only thing the niggas known for is yelling at bitches yelling at hoes and scoundrels easy targets i mean still entertaining to an extent it's like how long can you do it though then i saw another video this got me in a ranting mood right now right Cause we're gonna go over an hour at this one. It's already it's only seven twenty. So I also listened to a video. As a matter of fact, shout out to Point. Is it Point and Shoot? 
I think it's point and shoot. Shout out to point and shoot the channel on YouTube. I might go through something like that tomorrow just because I pointed it out. Point and shoot. Um, went over a video of these guys. Um, Sharp and some other chick. I don't even know. Motherfucker look crazy. These, all these niggas look crazy. These part-time pimps. I don't even know these people. You know what I mean? But I'm just giving y'all my opinion. Like, the nigga... Like anybody, like, it's 2023. Like, if you're really out here talking about your pimp and you got bitches on the stroll and shit bringing you money, you gotta be a federal agent, bro. Like, that to me, like, that's like me saying, I sell heroin. That's like me going out there and saying, I have heroin for sale. I'm a heroin dealer. I'm not even saying dope dealer. I'm not saying nothing like that. I am a heroin salesman. Like, like that's that would be like me showcasing myself like that. And not expecting problems. I don't get it. I don't get it. I really don't. You know, nigga try to look at um, academics as an easy target. Because let's face it. Like, academics takes his time embarrassing people, right? Like, that's like... That's the mystique of act. Pause. Like, he takes his time. Like, if he has a problem with somebody, he'll spend three hours just destroying a person. Um, the fucking, um, what was that, the Rory and Maul thing? Oh, my God, just infamous. Like, this guy is relentless. Like, the people that deal with him, they have to wave their white flag. They're like, yo, I give up. You know, I'm getting too much shade room activity. You know, a lot of these gossiping, cackling black bitches just can't get enough of it. You know what I mean? They love fuckery, drama, and unnecessary shit. They love it. They 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 worship it. These bitches are demons, dude. They worship the shit. They enjoy it. They get a kick out of it. Oh, they 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 heard they said some shit like academics is gay. They said they said academics is fucking with six nine. I'm like, bro, y'all gotta cut this shit out, man. Like, don't you know, like, if you were close by, like, you would be a target? Like, niggas ain't fucking playing with that shit. Don't you know that? Like, niggas ain't playing with sexuality like that. A nigga will come down on you on that. Like, like for real. Like, a nigga will come down on you for that, man. You questioning the nigga's sexuality? Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? And then you realize, oh, it's the, it's the uh, you know, shade room. These fucking shade room whores and shit. These fucking tabloid fucking secondhand tabloid ass bitches. These bitches got nothing better to do. God bless them. They got nothing better to do. Bitches ain't shit. They ain't, they ain't active. They ain't doing nothing. Goddamn shame. Bitches ain't doing shit. Ain't about shit. But they, they want to be in everybody's fucking business and, and, and want to come up with false allegations, lies after lies, speculation after speculation. Oh, this guy's gay. Oh, this guy's a bum. This guy is broke. Bitches is taking the bus everywhere. Bitches is taking the train everywhere. Bitches have Section 8. And bitches got the EBT card talking about the next man. We got to talk about it, people. We got to talk about it. It's sick. It's sick. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's sick. It, there's no other way to put it. It's sick. All right? Like... It's like what I said before, like, even when the women who kind of like 
where women where women sort of like separate themselves in a sense of what's moral to what's reasonable and what's more beneficial she'll compartmentalize her behaviors and her patterns right so around certain guys she feels that she can get away with certain things so for example like a woman who's promiscuous a woman who's promiscuous and finds a guy that she likes who may be naive to what she's about she'll play the nice girl role she'll make the guy take her on you know three or four dates but in the back of her mind she knows that in any other situation if a guy really wanted her he would have had her the first night that's how look and that's not all women but you got to look at the hypersexuality of women today and the hypersexual society that we're in today where you got women who are the most sexual um being being sort of they're like bombarded bombarding they're bombarding like the incels, the virgins, it's the sexless men who are kind of like bombarded with all this sex and pornography and pussy that they can't get and women that they can't talk to. And it's like, it's just this complete, like in your face, direct effect approach where the, the virgins and the sexless men get older and older. I think now it's like reaching to like 30 where it's like, there's a percentage of men who are 30 and who've never gotten laid, never been in a relationship. And probably even a, a tad bit less of those never established conversations and communications with women. So yeah, I there's no moving them to the next day because the whole next day is well, full. Well, bring them too. in that night. You own the building. I don't think you understand how this works. Oh, no, what do you no, mean? No, you no, tell no. your team right. you need them to stay? I don't give a fuck about them. I'm talking about myself. Like, I'm just not going right. to do like a 15 hour day of interviews. Damn. Interviews? Just, what, what am I going to do? I'm going to stay here until two in the morning? Yes. Get to it. I hope y'all pay attention. I can't go That's not that much, though. I just, uh, you know, I don't know. I just, I got my, my week. This nigga said, you know? "Fuck it. Adam." Let me let you know that he just said, "You know what? He he'd be all right, man. You know, he'd be all right." <laughs> I would have said Adam said he said a prayer, but we all know Adam don't believe in God. He don't believe in the Most High. So you know, this nigga's spiritually wicked. You understand me? Like the nigga's spiritually wicked. So he's all about greed and shit. That's why he's such a clout lord. He's a clout lord. And I don't mean this like little J Cloud Lord. I mean like he's he seeks clout. That one uh red pill peasant um PUA slash grifter had to fry his ass. That's embarrassing. You got you got you didn't even get fried by like fresh and fit. You got fried by like a flunky. You got fly you got fried by like a fucking a, a Kevin Samuels clone. Like you, that's what you got fried by. That's embarrassing, man. I don't know how Adam is still recovering from that. That's embarrassing. He should be ashamed of himself. So I don't cancel interviews. This is what I do. This is my whole life. That's dope, though. For I me, that, it's though. just for me. That's just me how being I, a person who's getting an interview. I respect that. Like whenever I come get an interview, I hope the interviewer. If he like told that. you, we need to move this because I gotta go. I'm be like, cool. Yeah, but he lives down the street. No, I'm interviewing people all over the country. You do now. Well, it's still you know, know. It's down the relative street. Down the street. Well, I'm glad you're not in Long Beach. But no, I just got my car just got shot up yesterday. In the IE? Shooting a video in Long Beach. Oh, Jesus. At the beach. But you weren't there? 
It was accidental. You know, it was accidental. <laughs> no, it, it was, was accidental. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it really wasn't my fault. But, but no, no, no. I'm just saying on a serious level, he, I think you don't know how much power you have when you do show up. Say you do show up for mm-hmm. Crip Mac. I'm Adam 22. Crip Mac's a great individual. I help him. He'll be like, nigga, you would be a life. Even if they don't let him out. So the way you guys are talking about it. That's your power. The way you guys are talking about it, I'm really thinking about it as a real possibility. I I didn't even think about it. I would need you. Adam, I I don't know how. Listen, So I can tell you. I I get. You know what, though? I'm going to have to say this in both senses that two things that need to be established in this conversation. One is that Adam 22 is not a street guy. So this wouldn't be in his nature to just go, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go try and get him. I don't think that's and, and on top of that. It's on some business shit. He's thinking business. He's like, damn, guess we lost another guy, another employee. He's not thinking like, damn, you know, this guy who once. Who once was willing to crash out and protect me from another guy is being locked up. The writing's on the wall, man. It's crazy. Even when my brother showed up, my brother showed up, and my brother came, like, I play overseas, and my other brother came, like, boom. The judge's like, okay. Even though I didn't get, I, they, they didn't let me out. But I was like, that's so real, because I would show up for you, too. Like, we don't be having, though. I can guarantee you, Crip Mac ain't got nobody for real. They not going to show up, real. bro. Yeah, somebody's gonna show up. Yeah, Lupe. Yeah, yeah, Lupe. Yeah, but Lupe gonna get up there. But they're doing a Lupe in the courtroom. She's gonna be like, yo, but you you wanted the most. You you wanted the most. You probably the person that, you know, Crip Mac is sentimental about you. I can tell you that. Too, but I feel like if anything, the judge might look at me and be like, oh, cool, you brought a meth head. Star no, in here. No, I don't know how that really helps. They you really a no jumpery. <laughs> you really a joint. You cannot be a forty-year-old joint. They know a no yeah, you jumpery. You're, you're on the edge of not being able to be a joint. Yo, these Cali niggas be coming up with some of the funniest. Like, yo, like, all right, let me explain something real quick. So, and it's a conversation like only only like black people can really resonate, but I want white people to understand this. So, in California, they say, "Oh, this nigga's a joint." Like that means he's. I guess the best thing smoking, like, I don't, I don't, I never understood that shit. Oh, he's a joint. Yo, this nigga's a joint. Like, if you tell a nigga from the East Coast that he's a joint, that's like, yo, he's a pack. You smoking. Like, nah, you don't say that. You don't call a nigga a joint in the East Coast. That doesn't work out. You don't call a nigga a joint in the Midwest. Them Chicago niggas don't play. You said a pack? When they hear a joint, they think pack. Like, you smoking who? Like, come on. Come on, bro. We got to do better. He said, this nigga's a joint. I don't get this shit. I don't care. I don't get it. I'm a backwood. How old are you? I've been doing this. I'm I'm a backwood. You're right on the cusp. I've been a joint so long that I'm a backwood. Your joint days might be over. You might be a unk before we know it. I never... (laughs) I am a, uh, <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a, that's okay. Listen, okay. listen. Don't do that to me. Oh, damn. You don't want to do that to me. Because that's the best thing to your career. I don't want to do that to you. You know what I find interesting about Adam 22? He's in his 40s. And there's no disrespect to Adam 22, but it's just something to think about, right? You have Adam 22, who's like in his 40s, who has a platform that pretty much reaches late teen to maybe late 20, early 30s maximum audience. 
isn't that weird? Like, think about you're in your 40s. He kind of appears to be more like sort of young in the sense of his tattoos and his whole little way of looking at things. So it's kind of like this edgelord. He is kind of an edgelord type of guy where, you know, people are like, yeah, man, no jumper, Adam 22. Yeah, yeah. You know, like one of those people, fucking hipsters, trendies. You know what I mean? People I despise, realistically. Uh, mostly liberal, you know. Um, you know, these are the people that appeal to that shit. Um, what Adam 22 was able to do was not only be in his 40s and reach out to like the younger audience, but reach out to that L.A. gang culture that he loves oh so much. And he just has a bunch of fucking hoodlums in, in one building. The shit is dangerous. Like that environment has to be dangerous. It has to be a very toxic and dangerous environment. Adam, oh, it's it's not not people. People. No, yeah. That's the last thing they want to see, dude, in jail. Adam, Book needs you, though, bro. Sorry. Sorry. He needs you. Why <laughs> you got that incredible chin? Stop playing, bro. He needs hey, you. Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. Hey, Nick. He said you weren't Nick. Nick, Nick know what's so. Hey, Nick know what's so. He funny. needs you. See, if Nick, if I need a Nick to show up, he show guess up. what? I make Nick show It's not, excuse me. Oh, yeah, hold up. Y'all know, remember what I was talking about last episode? Like, a certain R&B singer being like a real street goon, like a real, like Ray J being that like Ray J, not Snoop, Snoop's cousin, Ray J. Yes, they are blood relatives, people. Well, Ray J is a goon. Like he, Ray J is a thug. Like Ray J is really with the shits, right? I forgot an honorary mention, a person that you guys wouldn't, wouldn't expect some of y'all know. If you know, you know. But did y'all know Nick Cannon was a blood and his pops was a blood too? OG? Stop. Come on. This shit is incredible. This is no no games is being played right now either. I'm not I'm not trolling. What I say about these R and B ass niggas, man? I mean, I mean Nick Cannon ain't really an R and B nigga, but I mean he might as well be. You know what I'm saying? Like, Nick Cannon. You know what I'm saying? Like, wilding out Nick Cannon. You know what I'm saying? He's a blood! These guys are official. Like, they're stamp. Other people, people stamp these people. They stamp them. They stamp them. That's why these niggas are talking about Nick Cannon. They're not talking, they're, they're not talking about Nicolas Cage. They're talking about Nick Cannon. Let me word my shit right. If I tell Nick to show up, he's going to show up. Mm, Period. Like, Nick, I pulled up to the school for kids. Nick going about his day. Mind Nick Cannon. Just like you. Nick Cannon. Tomorrow's booked up. The next day booked up. Nick like, DW, I show up for you. I'm like, uh, he like, just let me know two days prior. Pull up. I, pull, I bring him up to a school where I used to bring this to. Uh-huh. And now I'm a joint. Adam, this could make joint. a difference. You a real at this point. What? Joint. This already happened. What you mean? Like, if I was going to have gone joint. to the court, it would have happened it? a couple days ago. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 Call that nigga a piece of shit. No, you don't. In the feds, you don't got another court. I think the court date was to figure out if they were going to have to go out. He said he's a flight risk. Why did he go? 
And I get that to an extent. That that kind of makes sense, right? Ambitious. I'll let that slide. But if you look at the way he kind of handles his business with people he no longer does business with, you it, it's kind of a it, it's kind of like a foreshadowing of future business slash friendships and relationships um, ventures based on no jumper, meaning that if it's nothing to do with no jumper, he's not as close to people, which once again, it's his brand. That makes sense. But it's kind of looked at as sort of a backstabbing motion or even with like AD, not to bring up the past, but the issues with AD and Adam 22 was based on allegedly Adam 22 going behind AD's back and kind of trashing him on a conversation that ended up being recorded. So it makes Adam 22 look like a scumbag and like a person who would throw somebody under the bus and a person who may not be able to take accountability if things don't go their way because of their actions he has his employees to sort of blame. I don't know. I don't know. The podcasting thing. So to me, when someone says to me, like, can you do this tomorrow? And I got a whole day of podcast book. I'm just like, oh, no, I can't do it. It's just like, it doesn't even cross my mind. I think that's you guys are starting to make it cross my mind a little bit more right now, realizing how much of an impact it could potentially have. I think you got so far into your podcast. You're you're kind of out of touch with your regular. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't lying. This is the, the thing about this. Right. I've also never been in this position. You are. I never had to rely on anybody for a court thing. There's nobody else in this world with your credentials and your credibility. Right. That's Bingo. what you have to understand. That you're part. The, you're the top of this food chain when it comes to standing in front of that judge and being the character witness. I can't. That part. And, you know, on that note, I think we're going to wrap it up there. I just wanted to bring that up because I heard about the situation, like, what was it, like, two or three days ago. I didn't know, like like I said, I'm not, like, I watch and listen to a lot of this shit uh, with, with WAC 100 and Adam uh, because they have interesting conversations, right? And there are two people that I can listen to uh, WAC 100 by himself, right? If he had his platform, I, w- I would, I would like, exclusively watch that. But um, the only time I really check out No Jumper is when WAC 100 is doing the shit with Adam 22. Like I said, my opinion, this era of No Jumper has got to be the least charismatic. Like, the people have no personality. They have to have other skills. They have to be known for other things. Um, Sharp, you know, yelling at thoughts, cursing thoughts out. That's cool. As a matter of fact, quickly, I wanted to go over this. You remember that I talked about um, a white uh, content creator, a British content creator, uh, Trap Lord uh, Ross, excuse me, Trap Lord Ross, um, a content creator known, notoriously known for, um, what was that, the King Vaughn documentary um, that pretty much suggests that King Vaughn was, in fact, a serial killer because he had an appetite for death, destruction, and chaos. 
um, went on to the No Jumper platform where Sharp was there to interrogate him. Now, Sharp, a whoremonger, is, ir- is, integ- is interrogating a white guy who's not involved in street activity, who's talking about street activity that was already, in fact, public information. You cannot make this shit up. So, of course, they try to come down on the white boy like, oh, man, you know, you talking about things. Yeah, you talking about things you don't even know about, man. You talking about things. Yeah, yeah. You you talking about shit you don't even know about, man. You know, sharp. This nigga's bugging, burnt out. And it's like, you know, Ross was holding was holding his own, man. I got to give Ross credit, man. Because like you you already did like you did a three hour, three and a half hour documentary about King Vaughn. Realistically, if you think about this and hear me out, like his homeboys, I doubt that any of his homeboys that knew King Von are really upset about that. Some of them niggas is actually celebrating it. Like, yeah, I knew that nigga. Yeah, he was right about that. Like some niggas, like like the whole academics war in Chirac thing, people looked at that as, oh, Ack is talking shit about niggas in Chicago and this and that. Okay. You had, you had niggas like... You had niggas like, um, was that Lil Reese? Oh yeah, you had niggas like Lil Reese. He give he give academics credit for talking about it because realistically, he put that sort of that image onto the people out there who were artists who were already trying to be looked at as savages, and it gave them more of the reputation. You got to look at this shit both sides. Now, you got people who don't really know about the shit who just assume, oh, man, he's talking down about this and that. Realistically, he low key pushed Chicago on the map when it came to the entertainment aspect and what was going on behind the scenes in Chicago with the war in Chirac. That's the reality of it. People don't some people, though, will only see academics for that. But it's not it's not a large percentage, but most people only would know act from. The Warren Chirac. Uh, with Trap Lord Ross, it's more of this situation where he's obviously going to be, um, you know, he's going to trigger a lot of people, a lot of the blacks who see this British guy talking about. I mean, he had the King Vaughn. He got the King Vaughn documentary. He got uh, he got a shitload of sh- I'm not going to lie, like, um. Uh, Trap Lord, Trap Lord Ross got, you know, a lot of his shit on point. You know, his journalism, his production value, and he's one person. You know what I mean? So uh, other people, I honestly think other people are just jealous because you'll have niggas that try to point out, oh, well, you know, you're talking about something you have no idea about what's going on. You know, these niggas will point out these these white people, but they don't point out news media. News media does the same thing, and they really get paid off of it. They they get paid exclusively off of it. Something to think about. Anyway, it's close to uh, seven forty-five. Well, it's actually seven forty-seven. About to finish my eight and hit the gate. This is definitely over an hour. Okay, over an hour. Shout out to the art of dialogue. Shout out to uh, Tisha Tells, Tissa Tells, or Tisa Tells, whatever. I'm black. 
And uh, shout out to, uh, you know, Adam and Wack. You know, Adam and Wack show. No jumper. Wack 100. You know what I mean? But in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.